A pleasant good day to all. You're listening to Series 8 of Gals, hosted by a gal, but I can't speak for all gals. This is a podcast brought to you by 10th Year Seniors. I am your host, Mando. And for the series opener, I have a very special guest in the building. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. I'm Alexandria. I am one half of The Perfect Pair. And on Twitter, I am your weather girl. I was going to say, tell us where we know you from. (laughs) But I know I know you from Twitter. And now you have your podcast, The Perfect Pair. Shout out to Chris. She isn't here today. We miss you, Chris. We're gonna definitely gonna have you back, Alex. How's it been? It has been rough. The start of the hurricane season came with its own issues. It's been rough, and then right after the storm passed, we had uh, Perfect Bear had their first ever event, the Rose mm-hmm. International Rose Day. How was brunch. that? It was really amazing. It was good. The part, the vibes were amazing. It was mellow. We had DJ Ampero. We had DJ Cam. It was good. I re- it was at Flamingos, right? It was, yeah. Eleven a.m. before before they opened and everything, and it was. Real nice. Did you guys have a good turnout where there are, like, a lot of people? Yeah. That's good. How big... i never been to Flamingos. How big... Like, how much people y'all had? Like, how big is Flamingos? So, the whole venue itself... Ooh, I can't even describe how big it is. It has a front area, mm-hmm. a middle area, and the back area. We okay, so it's bigger than it looks on Instagram. Definitely, way bigger. Because it fact, looks like just one kind of area. So what you see on Instagram is just one part of the area, the front area. Like there's another section, and um, there's an outside as well. Are people just being there? Yeah. Another section? Yeah. So and there's people cold. Yeah, because it has chairs and tables and everything. And plus, we didn't even... We had VIP rooms, mm-hmm. so we didn't even talk about that. Not y'all's answer to Rosé Brunch in the VIP rooms, fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's nice. I'm glad you guys did that. Um, are you guys going to do, like, more events? Is that something you think you guys want to continue? Or that was, like, a one-off for the season to start the summer and then go? No, you should keep up. Everyone should keep up with Perfect Pair Podcast. We are we have a lot of stuff in the pipeline coming up. Where can they find Perfect Pair? Like, what socials? Uh, on Instagram and on YouTube, but most of our flyers get shared to our Instagram, The Perfect Bear Podcast. How come y'all don't have no Twitter or no Facebook? It Twitter is something that you have to tweet every day and then talk <laughs> to people and interact with people. Mm-hmm. And a podcast about alcohol is very hard to do because mm-hmm. it's very hard to do. Everyone has their own taste, and a lot of people don't even drink wine to begin with. Like me. And then the stuff that they do drink... Um, we don't talk about y'all ain't talk about yet well yeah that and they like cheap stuff that's who you know that drag me (laughs) drag me anyone who knows me knows how i feel about the wine with the foot on the label the foot was wait but is it barefoot that's what yeah okay (laughs) see i'm not i'm not a wine girl but i am a i would i don't want to say a cheap liquor kind of girl but if you want me to have the good stuff it needs to be on somebody else's time so down to the weddings i used to be like yeah, yeah. I'll bring the good good stuff yeah. for free but so, i'm really a wine girl so a i casual wine drinker that's fine mm-hmm. well no actually actually i when i say I don't drink wine i mean like only be so alex bought some wine today for the podcast which is very sweet if i didn't ask for it she just offered so that was really nice and she brought the seeker 
Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. And I only know how to pronounce that because I think that was your first episode was the Cabernet. So that's how I, the Cabernet Sauvignon. So that's how I know how to pronounce that. Okay. Had I not watched that, I would have been like, the seeker with the hot air balloons on the label. <laughs> But um, yeah. If I'm if I'm somewhere else, like if I had a party and they only have wine, child, give me a bottle of water. Don't worry about it. Or where's the bar? I'll go and get. I'm I'm just not a wine girl. Like that's fine, and that's fine. I know it just ain't my thing. Wine isn't for everyone. But I drinking it today, and it's nice. Yeah. Alice was saying something about it's a white wine. Is what is difficult to get? Would you say no? White wines are not my. Like I don't like them because a lot of them taste like cat piss. Okay, okay. So I've never I've... had cat pee myself. But okay, <laughs> but <laughs> neither have I. So you say? <laughs> but I am so cat. You say. <laughs> so I just imagine with all that ammonia, this is probably what that piss tastes like. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned hurricane season. I wanted to ask you, what we have to look because down to my job house. I walked in on a little meeting because they was giving out some cute little, um, cute little like food boxes with some like little oh. treats and fruits and stuff. So I was like, a blessing today. Hey, any more boxes? And she's like, yeah, I have one or whatever. And I was like, what y'all doing in here? Why y'all need these little boxes? Super less. And she was like, these, uh, I forget what she called it, but essentially they're the people that make sure we can still be, our company can still run when we have hurricanes. Okay. So if you know me, you know, I ask questions. So I was like, well, girl. What are we looking for? What kind? How much hurricanes y'all looking at? How did y'all need to be having meetings? And she was like, like six, seven. And I was no shit. Well, she didn't say we having six, seven hurricanes. I was like, how much storms predicted for us to be affected by? Mm-hmm. And she was like, like six, seven. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot. So what? From a weather, what's the word I looking for? I, you're not a weather girl. What is your job title? Meteorologist. Meteorological officer. Yeah. Meteorological officer. Mm-hmm. How, what do we have to look forward to this hurricane season? Well, like the person said, mm-hmm. six seven, it's is expected to impact us. Okay, but at the same time, there are other factors. Like this is a El Nino year. Um, El Nino, don't that mean little boy? Yeah, <laughs> right. So <laughs> little boy, whole, yeah. It's a whole thing. Like okay. okay, for Dorian, Dorian was a La Nina year. A little girl. Yeah. So why y'all name that? Why y'all name that song Dorian? Tiny girl name. <laughs> so what happened? So, okay, for the names of the hurricanes, they vary from gender to gender, mm-hmm. um, based on scientists or mm. people who have made contributions to the scientific community. Man, woman, man, woman, or woman, man, woman, man, male, okay. female, you know. Um, and I think they did away with the Greek alphabet. Okay. Last hurricane season. But basically, a lot of other factors in the world affect our hurricane season mm. in the Atlantic. Um, like, for example, the Sahara dust that just came through. Things like Sahara dust, as long as the Sahara dust is kicking up, we won't get any significant storms. Because storms can't develop with all that dry air. Oh, mm-hmm. so long as the girls down there dancing in the desert, mm-hmm. we're good to go. Yeah, The minute they sit down... We should expect some rough stuff. Okay, so what makes what makes the, the dust kick up? Like what effect? Like it's just a regular uh, in the desert. They have their regular sandstorms. Okay, and once they get high enough to travel on the tropical jet, mm-hmm. they just 
come straight across the same jet that carries hurricane. Well, I don't want to say carries hurricane, but for mm-hmm. basic like understanding. Yeah, explain it to me like I five, bro. The same jet that would guide the hurricane towards the Atlantic mm-hmm. from the coast of Africa is the same jet that takes the dust from the desert right this way. Okay, so the more sandstorms they have, yes. the less impact the hurricane will have on us. Yes. Okay, so... The less chance of a hurricane developing. Ch- okay, so all the hurricanes is coming from Africa? No, not all. Some oh, come from I'm going to say, Kurt, don't talk it. <laughs> not all, no. Some form right over us. Some form um, in the Gulf of Mexico, like in the earlier months, like June, July, August. Mm-hmm. Well, the first part of August... The first set of hurricanes form in the Gulf because it has a lot of warm air and Mm -hmm. all that heat rising and stuff. Come, it comes straight down, then it curves up towards Bermuda. Okay. So and then later on, when the dust starts to settle around Africa, that's when the hurricanes you'll see late August, September, uh, into early October, they'll start to come off of Africa. Mm. Mm-hmm. Child, we don't even know her in September because that's my birthday man. I turned thirty you know, and I won't go away. You know, so it's, it's both. Not I won't go away. I run away, and I done it by no travel insurance because the tickets was expensive, so I couldn't put that in the budget. Mm. So I need there not to be no storms. But that's that's good to know. Yeah, I don't. I feel like that. I learned. I feel like I learned a little bit. So why weather? What made you go into this field, the meteorology field? That's the name for the field. Yes, meteorology, Um, weather. It kind of chose me. Mm -hmm. Like, I just did a lot of physics. I did physics, academic science. In high school, I did academic science. I went on to get my tertiary education. I did physics. And so I just was applying for jobs. Like, I also worked in the police lab, the forensic lab. Lab work. But I'm not a lab person. So oh, when now when you say lab work, so like on SVU, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, Stucky. exactly. You were Stucky. Yeah, Come and on. I did. I went through the rape kits and everything. I That's to, it. And then also in the forensic lab, you have to when people when you go to before you go to present um evidence in court, you have to test your evidence. Mm-hmm. So say someone in this case was shot by a shotgun, mm-hmm. you have to now shoot the shoot shotgun. Mm-hmm. Get the bullet, retrieve the bullet to make sure the bullet's matched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do all that. So you was down to the range, girl. Yes. You yeah. was not you putting the people behind bars. Yeah, I, I didn't like court work either. Because oh. when you go to court, you have to like bow to the magistrate mm-hmm. and say your majesty. And I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all, that's only ceremonious. We hopefully we soon we soon be done with that. I don't want to say Stucky because he ended up being a killer. What's the other lady name? No, Melinda was a doctor. She wasn't a a friend. What you what the man name at this SBU thing? I girl, know. when you see Saturday come <laughs> nine o'clock when I work in over I on that's what the TV. The only way we ain't watching that is if I'm home. Mm-mm. I've I don't know special victim unit. It's so it's more it's a lot about rape and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I try to like stare clear of anything that's mm. gonna trigger anything. You know, I had a coworker, God rest his soul. He said that. Watching that for him, because he has kids and he has a daughter, he said watching that for him mm-hmm. is like me watching a horror movie because I'm afraid. He was like, that'll give me nightmares. Mm-hmm. Horror movies? Cool. Like, he was like, but stuff like that, hurting children and women getting it raped? It feels so real because it could really happen. I was like, because it is real, girl. Okay, so 
if you was ready and like you did sciences and yeah, when you went to college, you did sciences and you know, you went out, you had other jobs. So was meteorology your plan B or were those things your plan B until you got to meteorology? Everything was my plan B until I got to meteorology. So you always knew meteorology was the goal. I didn't even know it existed until they called me. <laughs> Not God opening doors. What do you mean they call you, girl? They called me. So you down to the forensic lab doing your work, minding your business, mm-hmm. and then your phone ring, 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 ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, what happened? Yeah. So they saw my application. This because, is the Department of Meteorology. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had applied to the government, um, just to work, just basically apply to public service. Okay. And they saw my application. They saw my grades and everything, and they were like. Would you be interested? And I was like, hell yeah. Oh, I had good. my interview. Uh, it took a little while. It took a little while. So I had my interview and everything. And I was like, yeah, I love, I would love to. I would love to. And to I work developed in the a real love for it that on the job. That is so good. Mm-hmm. What did we, what did God say? Your gifts will make way for you. Yes. That's Amen. so good. Alex, I love to hear that. So now that you're in the field and you love the field, what is... I don't want to say end goal because change is consistent. You always gonna as humans, we always want more. Mm-hmm. What is your dream profession in meteorology? Like what, what you want, be girl? What you want to do down to the thing? So something I discovered, um, something I discovered these last few years, especially since Dorian, is I have a passion for explaining science to people. Mm. Like I love that. So I found I'm that we're gonna be good friends. I'm not a science square. <laughs> I found that I really want to do scientific journalism. Oh mm-hmm. okay, so scientific journalism as it relates to meteorology. Yeah, or any science really. But most okay, meteorology is an atmospheric science, mm-hmm. but it also encompasses atmospheric physics. It also encom- encompasses geography, geo- well, not much to geology, but geography. Geology is rocks. Yeah. Okay, got it. But geography for land masses and stuff. So there's a lot to cover mm-hmm. with meteorology, and that's, I wanted to explain everything. Like, So when the girls go down to the geography school, mm-hmm. when they go down to the meteorology school and it's time to do their little thesis and their PhD is, mm-hmm. they're going to be quoting Alex. That's the dream. At least the other way around. When they're doing their papers and their mm-hmm. stuff, I am going to take what they wrote okay. and break it down for everyone. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Not meteorology for dummies. Yes. Meteorology 101. <laughs> yes. I like that. I like that. I like Oh, that's so good. So if that's something that you're working towards, can you keep your job while you do that? Or oh, will yeah. you eventually have to retire and then start that? You could do both No, I can do journalism. I do it now, basically. When that's I write so, my blogs. Yeah. What you have a blog? What's well, your blog? I calls? used to um the same well, okay, 2020, 2021, I had my blog. Mm-hmm. That's how I could tell you off the top of my head about the Sahara um mm-hmm. desert because I had already written a blog piece on it. Oh, what is your blog called? Well, I already deleted it. Ah. Because of the podcast. I couldn't do it was it became difficult for me to do both. Mm-hmm. Or maintain both. So for right now, I'm focusing on so the podcast. So to pick one of your passions. Uh-huh. Well, don't give up on the first one. Of course not. You have to get that blog back up and running, man, I, And I have so many topics I need to explain because every time I think you guys, well, sorry, when I mm-hmm. say you guys, I mean my followers on Twitter, mm-hmm. every time I think you guys get it, y'all show me that there are more stuff that you For sure. Get. 
For sure. And I like, oh my gosh. I should have write down my Africa questions while you was talking because I definitely had them while you were speaking. And I was like, oh, there are so many People things. really do not know because in school, from what I remember, because that was such a while ago, they didn't tell us all of this. No. They stopped that. This is hurricane season. These are the most memorable hurricanes, and these were the effects of it. It wasn't no, this is where the hurricane come from, this is how it'll stop, this is how it'll start, none of that. Yeah. But um, I think it'll be good. You know what you should do? You should have, like, a segment in your podcast, mm-hmm. so that you can't use it as an excuse, a segment <laughs> in your podcast where you explain something while you're drinking the wine. Okay. So probably later on, like, after you already had the wine, yeah. Chris could like ask you a weather question. Ooh. And you could explain it like at the end. That could be like y'all little segment before y'all. And the funny thing is, Chris is always, anytime I say something on Twitter, Chris will always message me and be like, you know, they don't understand what you're saying, right? I don't right. understand what you're saying because you yes. break that down further. Like, this is what you need to say. And I'd Meteorology be like, oh. for dummies on wine. Yes. So, oh somewhere in that range. You can, <laughs> it, the name is a working title, but you should do that just so that even if you aren't doing your blog, you're still getting those thoughts and those ideas out and those explanations so you still feed in alex and you yeah. still feed in both of your passions at the same time make keep a man to know but you mentioned your followers so for me can't say for anybody else alex and i did not y'all know usually i know my guests prior to because i've lived in Nassau all my life but me and alex didn't know each other prior to twitter and like i know i followed her because First of all, I used to think that hurricane season ended November 1st. What? And not the 30th. <laughs> I just knew it was like June to November. So in my mind, that meant November didn't For, count. Oh. Right. So, but when I saw that Alex, I think it was during Dorian, um, she was like tweeting quite a bit. And I was like, no, I need to follow. That's the weather girl. She can know what's going on down to the thing. Um, how is it? Obviously, you must have been doing meteorology before Twitter found out. Long. So before. how was it like when you... When people realize, like, this is what she does, she ain't guessing, she ain't watching CNN and then typing it, this is her work. How has it been now being, like, the weather girl on Twitter? How was that transition for you? Because it's obviously very different. It, it, initially, when I came out and said, like, to people. People found out during Dorian, right? Yeah, like, at first I was given updates and people were like, who is this girl? Who is she? talking like and i was like you know what first of all this is my job this is what mm. i do i'm helping you guys and so all my friends who i remember me, one of my friends was like you should do weather and you were like you must be new here <laughs> <laughs> you and that girl is talking now like, y'all y'all is exchange pleasantries now so y'all good but continue yeah but so when whenever oh damn i lost my train of thought but Whenever it comes to... You were talking about Dorian and people being like, well, how does girl know all this? Who she is to be giving these updates? And you, in your head, was like, first of all, that's my job. Yes. Go from now. Oh, and my friends were like, yes, Alex, finally you're telling people what you actually do. Because mm. I'm still the youngest female officer. I'm the youngest officer in my office. Okay. So... So, yeah, you don't really work with no one our age for no one to go out and say, oh, yeah, my coworkers. Yeah. Okay. But they do know. My coworkers do know. They, in fact, my acting director, the first storm that came out, he called me. He was like, okay, let the people know this. Let the people know that. No, come on, let the people know. (laughs) You know, you have your Twitter. They knew. Oh, so your job, no. Your job, no, you a weather girl on Twitter. Yes. Oh and my they, gosh. when it whenever a hurricane is like approaching, I think like last year, 
a storm, a category two or a category mm-hmm. one storm was approaching and we were all in the office discussing how we would get the information out. And I was like, okay, hold on. I have to update my followers. No, I know that's right. And so, yeah, they know, they know. And they tell me to keep it up. I was just about to ask if you face any, cause we know how older people in the Bahamas can be. Do you face any like jealousy or just people just being like discouraging because they're not well versed in social media or no that's good not at all they love it for me Is because like they know that's what i love male dominated or female what, male how, dominated I was like, what what do the meteorology people give Me- male dominated but all the most of the men are much older so they'll be retired in a few years we're trying to get some more women in girl let's, i would i would say what area i work in but every time we hiring someone, I speak to my boss. Hey, what about a girl? Yeah. Hey, what about? Can we get some? Can we get some um, estrogen out here? Yeah. Can we? Can we answer to some more women? I always. So that's good. I'm gl- I'm glad that they're supportive of what you do. So, do you find it to be quite pressuring now that social media knows? what you do and some people kind of like depend on you mm-hmm. like especially when we like having storms or like funny weather do you ever feel pressure to get information out or pressure to answer questions or just pressure in general now that people know what you do they know where you work they know what you should know so now they come into you whether it's in your dms or whether it's like on the timeline do you ever feel pressured by that for lack of a better word fame no the the people coming to me, I've never had a problem with anyone coming into my DMs, anyone asking mm-hmm. me any questions. I've never had a problem giving updates. The only, I wouldn't call it pressure. The only thing I feel guilty about is that mm-hmm. my Twitter is still my Twitter. So I don't always Oh, tweet. you don't have a weather girl Twitter. You no. have just one Twitter. Yeah. So I just, I, I also tweet personal stuff. So I feel kind of guilty sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, if I'm listening to a song, I want to tweet the lyrics. I don't think you should feel guilty, but I think another way you could feed the passion is the blog that you've stopped. Mm-hmm. You can make a Twitter account for it. And so just how you would type in the blog, instead of having to type, like, a paragraph or two paragraphs or three, when there's something you want to explain, you could just type it like you type in a tweet. And then when you want tweet Carisha, please, you could go back on your Alex Twitter so then you have your Twitter page to get your blog post out, and you have uh-huh. your podcast. So you don't necessarily have to start the blog back up, but you still have a way to get the information that you want out. I love that. I do love that. You could do that if you don't want it to like always mesh yeah. together. Uh-huh. And especially if you don't want the girls having to go through your t- all your tweets. Yeah. Because of a weather thing. <laughs> yeah. And But then how I control that part, I'm glad mm-hmm. you mentioned that, how I control that part, once I start tweeting weather stuff, mm-hmm. I continue until the next day. Okay. Okay. Like I wouldn't tweet a weather tweet. And then something in the middle. Uh, no. You'll stick a weather for that day. Yes. And okay. then two days, I would, like, I'll go two days without tweeting and then come back and randomly Be regular. start tweeting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, all that rain we had, like, two weeks ago, the flooding and stuff, was that a storm? That was the storm. Well, let me tell you what this storm did. What did it name, first of all? Uh, that was Potential Cyclone 1. It became... Tropical cyclone, tropical depression, Alex, when it went up to Bermuda. But let me tell you something about this storm. Shall I listen to my little wine, honey? All the models had that storm coming straight through Nassau. Mm-hmm. What that storm did was, like, open its mouth around Nassau. It, re- it, it poured over Grand Bahama and Abaco. It poured over Eleuthera and Exuma. 
And Nassau and Andrus got nothing. Like, nothing. So what we got in comparison to the other islands was absolutely nothing. Initially, nothing. Let me tell you what it did after that. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it went straight up to Bermuda, right? Mm-hmm. The tail of the storm mm-hmm. snaked, literally snaked down to New Providence. Oh, isn't that fancy? And the tail gave us all that rain. That must be a pretty little diagram. It was. It was very annoying, too. I have never been more pissed off with Mother Nature. And me and her <laughs> been going at this for five plus years. And she uh-huh. pissed me off. Oh, you've been a meteorology for five years. Uh-huh. Okay. A little bit more than that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was crazy. And that was a wild opening to hurricane season. Mm. I don't think no one expected the tail to extend that much. Tails don't usually extend over hundreds of miles. Mm. And it was raining for quite a while. Yep. So a tail usually brings, what, like a day or two of rain? Uh Uh-huh. And then... That was like a week. Yeah. That was a lot. That was uh, quite, quite a bit of time. Yep. Oh, wow. Very annoying. Okay. Well, okay. That answers that. So that was Tropical Depression Alex. Mm -hmm. That's her name. Okay, got it. One more question before we go into our topic. Well... And one of your non-weather tweets, you mentioned on Christmas Day that the girls then robbed you down to the thang bright and early Christmas morning. <laughs> and the way I was be refreshing your page for weather, when that happened, I was refreshing your page for the story because I was like, <laughs> how do people can rob that lady on Christmas Day? <laughs> big morning, big sun out, and the girl get robbed. Listen, I wanted what to cry. Ha- okay, what happened? Like, where were you? Like, how I've been, I've been um, held up at gunpoint before. So what, like... Walk me through it, girl. Okay, I wasn't held up at gunpoint. That's why I didn't... I'm sorry if I came off a bit dramatic. I was very angry. But... Getting robbed is very dramatic, babes. So, we had just come home, like... It was Christmas Eve. We had just come home, like, 1 o'clock Christmas morning. Okay. So, park my car home, go inside, and then... Like ten o'clock, we was going out in the car to do our, you know, you go around ten to different in the different houses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Drop off the people gift, pick up your gift. Uh-huh. If, if the girls having breakfast, hey, morning, Merry Christmas, right? I'll take a, I'll take a school conk. I could sit, so I we could talk. In, I click in my car lock. The car ain't unlocking. I'm like, oh, why Jesus, is it not unlocking? <laughs> I go around to drive. So I say, did did someone break into the car? They stole the battery. They broke into the car. I was like, damn, it's Christmas morning. Hold on. So they break your glass? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so we got everything replaced. Um, But that same day. That same day. But I was just like, I'm never spending enough well, If you Christmas. don't mind. You have that same car? Yeah. Okay. I was going to Don't answer. I was going to ask you what kind of car it is for them to take your battery, but knowing that you have the same car, don't answer the question. Mm-hmm. But that's insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, Alice, I'm, I can say this. I thought you wasn't being dramatic, but <laughs> you can't say you get wrong. <laughs> I told the people, come, come to you with they ski mask and they guns and they... They robbed me. Give me, me. these gifts. They robbed me. But girl, they, robbed they hold car. you up by your fence, girl. Uh-uh. So they, just, they took the battery and they break the window. They didn't yeah. take anything else out of the car. No, I didn't have nothing. Car. I didn't have nothing girl, in the car. Girl, thank God. Yeah, thank God. Oh, my days. I don't, because I don't like keeping things in the car to avoid people breaking into the car. I would, is your car tinted? Well, it's tinted now. It wasn't tinted, so they probably like look in. Uh, well, the back windows were tinted, so it's tinted, so you can't see the back and you can't see the trunk. But mm. 
So they just gonna rob you anyway. But if they take your battery, they was gonna rob you anyway. Yeah. Oh wow, I'm so. The reason I said I got held up and not robbed is because I wasn't. I wasn't robbed of anything. We got held up for the person's car. So the only thing that I lost was like a house cup that I had of water in the car. But I wasn't. I was held up, but I wasn't. Partic- I wasn't robbed. I wouldn't say I was robbed. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's still that, scary though. Girl, listen, girl. <laughs> still very scary. I had PTSD so bad because we was like sitting in the front, was sitting in the car when it happened. I had PTSD so bad. I was I, sitting in the car. I turned into one of those people that I hate. Like I would see a gentleman that looks like the guys that robbed us because they like came out of the car. They was like very close to us with the guns and what's not. And so anytime I saw someone that looked like that, girl, my ass stop beating fast. I get scared. Take with the shakes outside my window and things like that. And what what made me feel so guilty was that the people that robbed us. Looked like the typical Bohemian boy. Dang. So, the people that I saw all of the time, anytime I saw them in a car driving slow, I would get scared and I felt so guilty because I was like, I would hate for somebody's middle-aged Caucasian Annie to feel how I feel right now just seeing them. But yeah, that was scary. I hated that. But thank you for clearing that up because I always... Girl, I was down to my group chats for that screenshot. Y'all didn't know it. Y'all didn't see this weather girl get robbed. She didn't say what happened. She deleted it. No, because I don't even like... I don't like um, putting too much of my personal information on social media. Like, I would do one update, like... Girl, people are like, you could kill. Y'all want to tell us y'all get robbed, but y'all didn't want to give no details. Why you like that? Why people like that? Stuff like that. I used to be like... But I was like, anyway... When I see that girl again, and we talk, I have to ask her why did you yeah. rob a big Christmas thing? I know. But oh, what they do with that battery? Who they get that to? I don't like. It was so crazy. I was like, bro. I hope that fall on they too. There was no need to even take my battery. I like that. So we're gonna go into our topic. We had two topics, but in the interest of time, we'll only discuss one: adjusting to change as a modern woman. Mm. So the biggest change thus far is obviously the cost of living. I don't know how independent you are of family and parents or boyfriends and things of that nature, but I'm quite independent. And by that, what I mean is I say for earning myself. So, so the cost of living changing has a big effect on me. So things getting more expensive to me is like, y'all trying to kill a hoe. Yeah. All you're trying to turn me into a hoe because it, it, for me, I just feel like you could tell me if you disagree or agree. It seems like I have the same budget. I'm spending, I'm like, I have the same amount of money, but it's getting me less and less or it's stretching just more thin. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, wait, what I supposed to do? Cause Mm -hmm. my budget already, it ain't a a super tight, like it ain't much outside the budget for me to see it. Mm -hmm. So if I have to extend the budget, it's like, wait, what y'all want? Yep. That that's how I feel. I feel like it's the same amount of money, but it just getting me less and less, or it like running out even quicker without me doing anything particularly extravagant. So for me, I am independent, but I still rely on my family. Mm-hmm. So that being said, most of the time we pool together, mm. like for. Christmas. I need to find a village. Yeah. So for Christmas, we would just go over to the States, do our Christmas shopping, send mm-hmm. everything, send our dry goods, our frozen goods back on the boat. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, we divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with bills or streaming platforms. If I um, 
can't make a payment, someone else will cover, and I'll cover for someone else, mm-hmm. and that's how we do. Um, and we don't even all live together anymore, but we still do that. Cause so how many people live in your household, if you don't mind me asking? It's, what, three? Three okay. of us. So things split about three ways. Mm-hmm. And most then of there's the my sister. She lives mm-hmm. away from us. But still, she's in our house most of the time. Have y'all felt the effects of, like, say, groceries going up? Mm. Given that y'all split it. Actually, I have. I went grocery shopping one month. And as you was be complaining about the bacon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Like, I only buy bacon when it's on special, so I don't know how much it's supposed to cost. That's what I thought. I didn't know it was on special. I thought that was the price. So when I went to the store and it said eight dollars, and I was like, "It wasn't eight dollars last to kill us. week." Y'all trying to kill us? I was like, "Who's selling bacon for eight dollars?" <laughs> yes, and I did freak out over that, and I was like, "The price of eggs just keep going up. I can't have a good breakfast no more." Like, damn. <laughs> At least grits still, and even grits, I scared. See, I try not to look at individual prices because that could trip me out. But certain stuff is like I have to buy. Like I, a girl, like I take medication. I have to have breakfast. Listen, can corn used to be ninety nine, eighty nine cents, seventy nine cents. Mm-hmm. It is two dollars and thirty nine cents now. No man. That's when I realized it was a problem. That's when, that's when you realized it's robbing us. Yes. That was when I realized it was a problem. I was like, damn, this can used to be 79 cents, 89 cents. How they want us to live like this? A dollar can't even get me a can of corn no more. I had my aunt in the States. She lives in the States. She's an American. Mm-hmm. Um, and my uncle married her. He's Bahamian. He was mm-hmm. really like married her. And she was, I was talking to her about the cost of living here and how hard it is. And she was like, oh, you just need to budget. I said, I do budget. Oh, well, you need to stop spending unnecessarily. What do I spend on? Eggs is $5. What is unnecessary about food and gas, bro? And she was like, And utilities. She was like, Oh, um, it can't be that bad. I'm like, It can't be that bad. All that. Okay. You just faint over $4 gas. Imagine. My gas definitely is over $7. Thank you. Gas is $7 now. We don't make as much as y'all. And it's about to go up. According to the news, uh, what Shasta said, we need to conserve. Come on. What do you conserve? I have to go to the food store, bro. And I can't go to the food stores close because the more inner city the food store, the worse the quality of the food. Exactly. So we have to drive to get the food we need. Listen, I um, uh, I don't know if you know, but I am addicted to coffee. I know now. So I'm addicted to coffee. So something I always have to have in my house is coffee and creamer. Mm-hmm. We, I sent my mother out. She was out, and I asked her, please pick me up some creamer. She had to go to three different stores to find the creamer. And when she finally found the creamer, she had to get two because she was like, Alex, there was only six left in the freezer. No, man. So not only are things going up, there are less things on the shelf. Yeah. But there was something they said. It was another shortage, not the tampon. It was the tampons. It was the baby formula. It was something else that was a shortage. Like, it's just not enough. Greater than Panty Shield, because it could be first of all, always Panty Shield. Not me telling my business. Not to the <laughs> always Panty Shield wasn't on the shelves for like two months. 
And then they finally come on the shelves last week. I gone back in the pharmacy to just today. To ju- just today, y'all. Today is Tuesday. The Tuesday before the sale. And it was a nun. And I was like, they had like the little carefree, but TMI, guys. Them little carefree pony shield can't do nothing for a big woman like me. Jeez. I need plenty coverage. I need some stickability so, yeah. it get, so it could get to the fabric and stay to the fabric. Because that's one of the people when I go down to the job, I be walking up and down. I be talking to the people. I need something that's... St- Wasn't no always on the shelf. I say, boy, it's been a week. What happened? I don't know. And then I had that same issue with Dove. I couldn't... Mm-hmm. I only used Dove. Like all, mm-hmm. like, all my adult life since mm-hmm. I was, like, 20, I've only used Dove soap. So, first of all, I noticed during the pandemic, I, I spoke to Paige about it. Mm-hmm. Like, we were on the um, timeline talking about it. The Dove soap got smaller, first of all. I thought I thought it was only me. No. Dove and Zest get smaller. Yes, it got smaller. So I'm a Zest girl because they're always in the store. Uh-huh. And they just have them in the, the packs of six. Yeah. So, I just get... I thought it was only me. They got I smaller. Was like, Wait, we're going down. Mm-hmm. And now they barely on the shelf. Mm-hmm. That's another reason I was like, I have to get into this ass because the dove don't be y'all. And what is the bro? Where's the dove? So that's another reason why we decided to just bring all our dry goods to mm-hmm. one time. Usually it's just groceries. Now we're bringing in all our dry goods one time. Okay, so the cost of groceries and living and stuff, y'all do that. What do y'all? What do you do about um gas? Because for me. I ain't gonna lie, Alex. The only thing I could do is drive less because my it ain't like my gas budget is a million dollars. I only spend my thirty fully on gas anyway. Mm-hmm. So would that don't get me? I just can't drive. Like I can't. I cannot stress myself out about. First of all, the gas ain't look like it going. Like it's stopping from increasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, it's just like. Keep your regular budget, maybe up it by five ten dollars, and outside of that, baby, stay home. Well, I know Stop for sure. Stop with your friends. I know for sure all of this came when I gave up my. I had a eight cylinder, six cylinder car, a uh, Tiana. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's a big body that used to guzzle gas, mm-hmm. and then I gave that up. I got a smaller car, mm-hmm. and so. Gas doesn't really affect me because I I don't have to drive to work. My sister doesn't have to drive to work. Only my oh you work remotely? No, okay. I don't work remote. Well, some days I do, but I don't really work remotely. The we have a transport system because oh that's good. Yeah, because we're an essential service. We have a government ah, transport system. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I no one has to worry about getting me to work. Okay. And I don't go nowhere because I love my house. Oh, you don't be you don't be outside. Nope. You don't be on the road? No. Relax, we have to go out. Well, you, you coming to pick me up? Where you live? We'll talk about it afterwards. Don't, <laughs> say, don't, don't set it on this mic, baby, because I can't say three digits to people that's be listening. So I want you to say where you live on this on this thing. Anytime, anytime someone invites me out, like, I'm like, are you coming to pick me up? Because mm-hmm. I don't know if I feel like dri- I don't like driving. I can drive. I, I have actually my license. hate driving. I don't like driving. I, I hate driving. However... I just used to be like, if it ain't on their way, I don't want the hard to ask somebody to come for me because gas yeah, so expensive. I just just be like, if I want to go, then I just will drive. My, nah, the same way I don't want nobody, I, I don't ask somebody to come for me. Don't ask me to come for you. Okay, well. See. If I, nah, if I pass in the person, obviously, like, I'm that kind of person. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, I just start driving, like, when I start, like, working, working. Mm-hmm. So certain friends who always used to come for me when you was younger. I could, I'll always come for them. Okay. But, 
like, I don't want to say a random friend, but if you really out the way, like if I girl west and you live east, east? Mm-hmm. I guess I need bitches, babes. I can't, <laughs> I can't come for you. But then I'm also the friend that are like, if you come for me when it's time to go out again, and let's say you still live the opposite direction, I wouldn't come for you from the opposite direction, but I'll say, come by me and park your car. Yeah. And my car will drive us to, and then you just have to, like, I just try, like, compromise, yeah. like, to do with the cost. That's good. But with the cost of gas, that's how I just try to do it to, like, still be able to go out. You got a carpool now. Yeah, man. We got we to be meeting like, up separate, man. Yeah, you got a carpool at this point. Mm-hmm. So, what do you, how do you deal with, the change in, I don't want to say the change in crime, but I guess the more reporting of it. No, I would say the change. I feel like crime has gone up. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of crime? For me, rob, get, getting robbed is like, so oh people always getting robbed. It don't always make the news, but some people always see even something, someone always getting robbed yeah, like that. And then the crimes against women as of late, I'm just like, I got to get me a little gun or something because yeah. these men don't care. No, they don't. You can't even jog in peace. No. Not that I'm a jogger, but. One of my professors, she was actually, she had to actually cancel a class because she was jogging that morning and. She had said she had to go and make a police report because someone was following her in her car, in their car, while she was jogging. Like no, she man. jogged the West on the speech strip, mm-hmm. and someone was following her in their car. I like that for her. And so, and he was trying to get her attention. He was like, like she didn't know him because she stopped initially because she was like, "This person really trying to get my attention." They must see no me, right? And she was like, "I didn't know this person," so she just was like, she kept jogging, and she said she had to go dash into the um gas station, the shell there, try and ask for help because they were just following her, and it made her so uncomfortable, and. She had the cancer class, and I was like, damn. That's scary as hell. Very scary. Because at any minute, he could have speed up and just yuck in the place. And it hurt me when she was when she was sharing her story. It hurt me because I also run, but I stick. When I tell people there is one place I go running, mm-hmm. it's one place I go running, mm-hmm. and there's always people there. Out. Exactly. And people always be like, oh, have you ever tried running here? No. Yeah, have you ever no. tried running there? No. I run where I know, and I stay there, and that's me. I'm an outside exercise kind of girl, but I can say where is exercise. But where is me? Ain't nobody coming to get me. Mm-hmm. And when I finish, I go straight my car. I go where I live, and don't bother with no one. Right, because cause I've noticed, too, like if I come out in the day to go to my car for something, men will, who drive and pass, this is happening. Like, they'll turn through the corner opposite my house and turn around to come back to me. <sighs> that, to me. me, is so scary because, first of all, I even have on a wig. What you stopping for? Because I even, I even serving how I serve, honestly. Listen, I was scared. I went, just this morning, I went for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I went in my, you know, them sundresses. Mm-hmm. I just threw in a sundress. And um, this guy was like, you just exercise, hey, all this bungy you have. Jesus. And I was like, I was just trying to keep my head down. Don't initiate no conversation, no show, no teeth. My grandma always teach me no show, mm-hmm. no teeth. Mm-hmm. I don't show no teeth. Oh, he was like, you ain't gonna talk to me. You ain't gonna talk to me. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you, how old are you? You like, what, 23, eh? Mm-mm. I am so far from 23. 
but that's not like age date. Mm-hmm. So when they see you look young, they mm-hmm. wanna. So how do you combat this like rise in crimes against women? Because for me, I just feel like I, I have home. to get that. Um, I I honestly am like I have to get a taser. That is like on the list. I have to get some type and of it's like. Easy to get. I oh, have like a home. little mace on my keychain, but I was like, I that's need illegal. to get something. What mace is illegal? Okay, well, I'll, I'll get in trouble when I use it because I'm not taking it off. You definitely, like, will. Um, remember? I'm not taking it off my keychain because <laughs> damn whistles can't help me. Oh, but the tasers, I don't think t- tasers, the shock, the, not the gun one, not the stun guns, the tasers, mm-hmm. I don't think they're illegal. I'll do a sportsman seldom. And I've had one. I used to have a purple one. Real nice. Child, I got to get one because I used to be on air because I just feel like I was so small. And I was so, e- I was like, when I, when you get your taser, believe me, you're going to want to use it. Girl, what? Yeah. When I first got my taser at 20, I was actually 23 then. When I first got my taser, the first taser, I was like, I was daring. Mm-hmm. I was daring people. Come not on, you, bring not it on. Stop, stop. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. I'll, Girl, I'll, I'll, and I could tase you in your neck. I want your keel over. Girl. Yeah, but I kind of. But yeah, that, that's how I'm dealing with the, outside of being more observant, being home more. Only so much you could do. Yeah, I, I can't really do The onus is much. up to them. Like They just have to stop attacking us. That's, mm. Oh, the last thing I wanted to ask about. I don't, I don't want to call this a change, but I think as you get older, you get more privy to the reality of gender wars. <sighs> People like to ask. I don't, maybe it's because we're in the Caribbean. Maybe it's because we're in the Bahamas. People like to ask. Like, maybe this ain't... And by people, I mean men. Like, maybe this ain't a big deal. Maybe this don't happen. But I'm just like... Oh, they know. You know how, like, there's, like, microaggressions? Yes. Like, it's not full-out racism, but it's like, this is a thing because I'm I'm black. Mm-hmm. The, the gender microaggressions, I just used to be like... But then, I, I found, I can't speak for you, I found that when you don't adhere... To those things. Mm-hmm. You might even, especially on the job, you might even like get cursed out or get fired, but you feel the effects of not being a traditional woman or doing the traditional things. So by that, what I mean is, if you don't plan the department social, mm-hmm. they, we, we don't have no social. Okay. And it's your fault that we don't have a social because you ain't plan it. Okay. But you only supposed to plan it because you have a coochie. So an example of that. I plan. I'm glad you brought up the planning of social. So last year, because I never plan it. So <laughs> last year, I did. I planned a woman's. It was wom- Women's Day, and Women in Meteorology Day also falls in Women's Month. Mm-hmm. Um. So what's I our pl- month? What's Women's Month? It's I'm get, it, March. Yeah. Okay. March. I'm just gonna say March is Women's Month. Mm-hmm. So. My, I planned a whole women in meteorology brunch, mm-hmm. right? For all the women, all the ladies, we got together. We had a beautiful brunch. We shared stories. They shared how it was way back when, when they first came into meteorology. And it was great. It was really a bonding thing for us. And then the men came and they were like, so when are y'all going to plan a men's brunch? Mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, you have a brain. Mm-hmm. You have planning skills. Mm-hmm. I hope you have planning skills. You've been on the job long enough. Mm-hmm. You plan your own brunch. Yeah, I'm not a plan. man. 
Your plan of man's brunch. You see how that goes? And so they were like, oh, Alex, you just only care about the women. I'm a woman. I don't know if you know this or not. Who am I to care about? <laughs> like, I don't know if you know this or not. This is a coochie fest. <laughs> exactly. I I don't know what you thought. I'm mm-hmm. not a man. So that's how I deal with um, situations like that. Like, mm-hmm. if you girl tell me I should be doing X, Y, Z because I'm a woman, I'm going to tell you, well, you should be doing X, Y, Z because you a man. My now, two could play this game. My aunt always out. Exactly. Two so. could play this game. I know I am not a strong, independent, nothing. Hell no. I am fragile as hell. I am hell fragile. No. I am soft. I am jello. But I think, too, sometimes you have to be, at least for me, you have to be willing to be, quote, unquote, difficult. Yeah. Because the only way they can stop applying those microaggressions or those stereotypes on you is if you don't do it. Yeah. I told someone, no, I didn't tell someone, shout out to dinner with Jay-Z. They talked about, um, um, was it, did they talk about, I think they mentioned like being a woman on job and having to do something with someone. And I was telling someone else, like, I hope my boss don't listen to this cause I know he gets at my boss. But anyway, my boss have this thing where if he brings lunch, he don't want his food. He is called one of the female members of the team to do so. And it is so cringy to me because it's like, bro, all are sitting in the same area. I, so my grave aunt, the only way he'll warm his own food is if either none of us there or like all us busy. And even sometimes he'll wait. I want to work with men like that so bad. You don't. Because then, see, the type of person I am, my my everything is switched for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like confrontation with women. Yeah, same. But a man? Let's get to win. It's up. Real bad. Is your hand break? Bro. Am I your wife? But then, see, when you do stuff like that, oh, that she's one of them. Oh, that's how she is. Yeah, oh, that is how you I is. have to be so sensitive. Yeah. And for me, sometimes I don't feel like hair or not. So guess what? Just don't ask me. So just leave me alone. Just and then it's turned into, well, are you gonna meet a man? I had a woman tell me this is like before the pandemic. All of us was talking. We sitting at a lunch table or whatever because my job used to provide meals for us mm-hmm. in a, a on a healthy initiative. So they used to cook with like fresh stuff, whatever. Okay, cool. So we sitting down and I said like, well, I don't like to cook. I could cook. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I cook for myself because I eat every day. I don't like cooking. Mm-hmm. So if that's a thing that I... If you... I said, if my husband will starve because I don't cook, that's not a husband for me. Mm-hmm. One of the ladies at the table, she's an older lady, love her down, wouldn't call anyone this thing. And she was like... She was giving a little, a, a bit of a judgy look. And, but she's a married woman and she's been married long and her husband love her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's call her Jill. I say Jill. Because she get into, well, how how you want the man this and da 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 as if the man could die if I don't cook. Mm-hmm. So I say, you just cook for your husband. Because she's worked the same, we just work eight hours a day. I say, you just cook for your husband every night? Well, no. I say, so what you talking about? Okay. What you, your husband love you? Yeah. He is shit on you? No. He is take care of you? Yeah. You don't cook every day. So if you don't cook every day and your husband ain't lighting a torch on your hair, why are you trying to tell me I need to be cooking. You don't even cook every day. So my Jill, come on my face. My combat to older women whenever they say things like husbands and stuff. The first thing I say is God knew me when he made me in mm. my mother's new womb. He knew just how I was going to be. He knew every little flaw about me. 
and the man he made for me gonna be able to take care of all those little flaws. Thanks. And that is kill all the conversation. Thanks. All I gotta do is wait on God. And I'm telling you, it kills all the conversation. There is one. Like Girl. no one else would say anything. Who's gonna who's gonna say anything after you already one said? One of the man tell me, um, and and that's why I and when I bring home food the next woman cook, you'll be mad. Bro, why if I don't cook, you can't you can't cook. Why it have to be a next woman have the why it have Listen, to be that? First of all, I had to stop telling people because they would look at me funny. I was like, first of all, I don't know if anyone knows, but I'm a career woman. Mm. Like, I want kids, but I just want to say I had kids. <laughs> I don't actually want you just to show these hoes you could do it. Yeah, I don't like. I want to be like everyone's superwoman. I want to be superwoman too. I can make babies mm-hmm. too. I can bring life into this world. Worship me, anyway. But. Not literally worship me, but I'm no, pretty amazing. God made me, me this. Sure, hon. God made me this amazing. He gave me this ability mm-hmm. that he didn't give no other, no one else gave me this ability. And so I'm gonna use it. But I just want to say I did it. I don't actually want to take care of them. I love mm-hmm. kids when they're good. I don't like kids when they're bad. Mm. So I always pray when I pray for my significant other. I pray mm-hmm. for a man that loves kids. So mm. when I when they doing that kid thing, I could be like, please go to your daddy. My auntie like you. She has a child, but she was like, I care pregnant, but that wasn't really the goal. Yeah, that, I wanted my own business. I wanted to be successful, but I was yeah. really looking for a live. But luckily, our family is similar to a village, so yeah. she had you know a lot of help. But she is similar to where she just was like, yeah, how do. But, but true and I come for no don't bring yeah. don't bring no other children this week. Exactly. My that's, one is my one. Exactly. Cause I come from me. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah, special yeah. privileges right there. No, see, I, I want the kids down to the thing. I want kids. But and I was the kind of person, nah, if I had the truth, give me the kids, y'all, keep the job. I don't I don't No, I rather I don't dream. See, I don't okay, let me explain it properly. I want kids so bad that I want to be a mother more than I want to be a wife. Uh, so when people say, oh, well, you need to find a passion, da, da, da. Having a family is my your passion. passion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's where the majority of my love came from as a child. Mm-hmm. Watching my family. Like, I like to like, feel like love in the air. Yeah. So, like, watching my family and stuff. My biggest dream is to create what my family created for me for somebody else. Mm-hmm. To pass that gift on. So when the whole is down to the job site, what you want to do next? First of all, I only got till I have children. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, I just want to save money so I get in school. I don't really care what y'all got going on here. Y'all could teach me, y'all <laughs> want to teach me. I could learn and I could work, but I don't know about you for this. And yeah. I don't know where I want to be in five years because I don't care. And that's perfect. That's perfect. That's, now, that's where you, come you up, yeah, that's where you find love. I could and be that's down perfect. to the dance recitals, down to the games. Now down see, to the top down. Whatever they want to do. Now, see, I'm yeah. a controlling person. Oh, like, don't let nobody fool you. I love to be in control. Mm. So when Sam, it comes to having you're kids, a girl, right? yeah, Sam. I already, I've already planned. See, that's why I need a man that's going to be able to help me. Child, when I be praying, I be praying for balance when I find a Exactly. Like, help me. I'm not if doing it all. you send a man, I could be nice. I promise I could be nice. I ain't going to fight him. I could be nice, nice, but send a balance. <laughs> you better send listen to what I say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, 
like I already have them. If I have a girl, I don't pick up the names. If I have, I don't know what sports they doing. I know mm. what schools they going to. I know what they gonna study. Oh, so okay. yeah. Okay, okay, I hear you. I don't have any thoughts on that level of being controlling. Mm-hmm. We are going to wrap up the topic in the interest of time, so we're going to go into Ask the Host. Okay. This is a segment where Alex can ask me any two questions she wants, whether it's related to the conversation or outside of the question, and I have to answer. Just a little caveat, we have been drinking wine. <laughs> so, Alex, you can go ahead with your questions. Okay, so my first... And I haven't heard any of the questions yeah it's gonna be a surprise it's gonna be a surprise for me too since y'all know i hate surprises down to the thing because i like to be in control but go ahead Mm. okay so my first question is do you consider yourself outgoing and where's your favorite place to go that's two questions but it's all the same question okay my when you say my favorite place to go yeah you mean like like country or you mean like wildlife home when you say my favorite place to go if you go if you like going out often mm-hmm. where's your like this Prime is the place time. that you okay okay i didn't expect that but yeah <laughs> and let me tell you why <clears throat> it is affordable and they have like so on a regular night like a saturday night or whatever it is you run out with the prices i guess they're trying to make up for for the week covid okay. no for covid Damn. But during the week, they be having stuff like drinks for five dollars in this kind of time, or like this particular drink, like for five dollars the entire night. Like they be having, they have something every night for you mm-hmm. to come and not like break the bank. And then the food is good. Oh yeah, I like their wings. And it's like fit like they ain't giving you two wings until you go, but your weight like that. And then it's like a very, in my opinion, a homey feel. Like if they run out of tissue. They just pass you the roll and say, yo. <laughs> and I into that because I don't want to wait for you to finish serving people and come from around the bar and put the tissue in the Miss, I have the pee. Okay. So come, pass it. Give me the stuff. That's what I like. I like a little homey vibe or whatever. Yeah, it's um, And when I started going there, it was already prime time, so I ain't privy to none of the shootings and the stabbings and things like that. Um, so when it's time to go out, I do like to go to prime time, but I'm also the kind of person... I don't like to go to the same place too much. Mm-hmm. So I love prime time, but if I go there, unless I go there tomorrow, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go again until like July. Damn. I don't go to the same place like often. Okay. Um, but my favorite place in general to go is home. Yeah. My house. Given. I've curated my own space. sanctuary. Mm-hmm. I find peace there. There isn't like, that's why I don't like too much holes in my house down to the thing. So it ain't no like negative energy, like mm-hmm. infiltrating. Like it's a very peaceful space. It's my space. I've curated it. Like I love being home because I feel like very at peace. There's nobody there like disturbing it or making making it a bad vibe. Your first question was, uh, are you outgoing? I I didn't think so. How because I'm not. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not shy, but I do have a tendency to be. No, no, no. I'm not quiet, but I am quite shy. Mm-hmm. So, like, hair in the front of this mic, obviously y'all wouldn't get that from me. But if you know me, when I out, I don't... Yeah. I mean, even that I reserve, I don't talk to people. Yeah. Like, when I go out, if whoever I come with, that's who I wear. That If someone walk up to me, then I'll just... I'll stop dancing. I'll stop drinking. Hi. I actually you saw want? you out to a party once with Shaki. Mm-hmm. And Shout out I to Shaki. Was, Love you, sister. I was scared. Love you, Shaki. I was scared to, like, 
um, approach you because at the time we hadn't. And I don't be giving approach me vibes because yeah. I not because I'm mean, but just because. Yeah, that's us. Because people also sh- be scared to approach mm-hmm. me too. But if you ask any of my friends, they will say she's very outgoing. She loves to talk to people. Da da da. So I don't think so, but I I would imagine people would say that I am outgoing. Yeah. Does that, that answer your you. question? Yes, it does. Okay, Alex, tell the people where they could find you, where they could find your podcast. One more time before we go. We're on Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube, The Perfect Pair Podcast. Where can they find Alex? Where can they find like weather oh, updates? Weather updates. I am going to take Manda's advice, and I'm going to do a separate account where I just do my weather updates. So mm-hmm. keep you can follow me at Audacious Alexa J on Twitter. And from there, I will probably ease, make that a permanent weather thing. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming, Alex. This is my, as y'all know, this is the first episode of Series 8. First episode as like an official solo host. So this is nervous me, but excited me. Thank you so much for coming. Let's do a little cheers before we go. Cheers. This has been a pod called Gals. Two brown girls in the two for two. Get a dose of what you missed and what you never knew. Real conversations, our interpretation, behaving persuasion. That's the way that we give it to you. Gals, what they want. Gals, what they it's need. It's a man's world, they stay, but not in the gal cave. Gals, what they want. Gals, what they